Jeff. Hey, Jeff. One last time, welcome to Hey, Jeff, colon, Hey, Julie, colon, a podcast about Survivor and Big Brother. We got treated to some Jeff on the beach at the top of this episode. We sure did. And he was happy to be there. He was running. (laughs) Jeff, you'll never say that Jeff doesn't have pep. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be, you know, Survivor, Survivor 82 you know, 20 something years from now. And he's like in his like late sixties or whatever. Yeah. Jeff's going to be, be more like, like an Dick emeritus Van Dyke. sort of. Yeah. But he's still <laughs> going to really do like, it. It's going to be like older Alex Trebek or whatever. Like you're still going to like all of his bits. Well, you know, Dick Van Dyke is like a hundred years old and Disney still rolls him out every once in a while to do a little tap dance and remind people of Mary Poppins. And yeah. what's crazy is Dick Van Dyke is actually in amazing shape and does it and looks really good. And I think that's what Jeff is going to be doing for CBS. For the, I was for thinking Paramount. I watched it. Well, I had a lot of time to myself watching the Survivor finale because it was three GD hours long. Yeah. So I was like, just my mind was, I was watching, but I was, my mind was going into some other positions, some other, some other just flights of fancy. And I was thinking, like, what, what does this look like when Jeff retires? Not that he's yeah. going anytime soon. He seems to love it. He, no, yeah. I, I'm really interested in this whole thing where he has a personal relationship with each contestant before they arrive. He's on the phone with them. He's calling them, oh, you tested positive. I'll call you back after <laughs> season 42. <laughs> Does, he, does Jeff call from his personal phone number? Does he have an office I wouldn't put phone? It, you know, I wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't put it past him to put that personal touch on <laughs> anytime he can. It feels like John Hammond being there for the birth of every Velociraptor. You know, mm, like he wants he oh wants yes. to have his little personal stake in every contestant. I mean, he's been there for long enough that he's like executive producer. producer. He can just kind of have whatever creative control he wants or doesn't want. You know on what? One of the one of these people, they go off, they have a kid, and that kid graduates from high school. They invite Jeff. He might show up. What? He might show <laughs> up. <laughs> That's how personally I oh, believe Jeff, Jeff takes this. <laughs> Jeff has been to a Rob and Amber like com- and comedian <laughs> christening. I don't know whatever, yeah. whatever they whatever right. wafers or water they pour on those kids. Yeah, he's been to one of them. Yeah, oh, for I don't sure. know. He <laughs> he know. fed them the paper, the wafers. He was like, he's their god. I bet Jeff is an ordained minister. When is oh, someone yes. going to get married on Survivor? Because there's never been, has there even, here's the thing. We need a proposal first. There have been like 18 proposals during Big Brother. Um, there's got to be a proposal first on Survivor. I don't think there has been. Please correct no, me if I'm I wrong, mean, listeners. Yeah. The last one I remember is like people, you know, on Survivor Gen X Millennials, like two people like instantly started hooking up in the millennial camp. <laughs> and then literally by like jury, they were like, she was like, yeah, seems like a good guy. I don't think it's going to work out in real life. Right. Um, it was a very satisfying oh, yeah. finale. Oh. I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah, we sorry. can move on to not talking about extraneous shit. Well, I just wanted to... Here's the thing. I said this to Brett before we started recording. I'm very excited because for once in my life, I was right about who I thought was going to win. So I wanted to... Yeah, I really want to get into the fact that I was right. Okay. Let's do that. I mean, if you remember, I opened the podcast six, seven months ago. I was singing Oh Canada. Mm -hmm. That's not happening this time. I love Marianne. I weeped when she won. Wept. 
Whoops, yeah. This is too much. We can't have, we can't have too many Canadian <laughs> winners. I know. That was the other thing. Two young lady Canadian winners back to back. This is getting out of hand. It's really... I, I'm shocked. I'm happy. I couldn't believe it. But it we is, know I'm I'll admit, I, it's a bit much. I fucking love Marianne. Like, yeah. I was texting someone who has no idea what is, like, happening on Survivor doesn't watch it. And I was, like, trying to explain, like, the joy of Marianne. Yeah. Who we've identified since, like, preseason as, like, oh, my God. We saw her in <laughs> print. This and woman. we were, yeah. Like, yeah, we were, like, there's something about her energy in print. Just her smile. We knew. It was meant to be. This was Manifest Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know what manifest that That was white people taking over the continent of North America and being like, great place, great place for me to plop okay. down my kids and my my, my wagon. <laughs> That's not what I meant then. Other people living here? No, I, I got here first. Here's what I meant. This was our density. Yes. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I, where, how should we tackle this? We have like such, there's such a long... Sir, uh, you know, episode to talk about. We got to talk about Marianne. We got to talk about Mike. We got to talk about the secret star of the episode, Mr. Romeo. Oh, yes. And we need to talk about pasta. <laughs> pasta. <laughs> garlic bread. Mike goes, garlic bread? <laughs> Red uh, wine. I don't know where to begin. I don't know. It's like, we're, we're just going to jump around. We have to. Yes. Okay. Do you want to talk that about sounds, Romeo first? That sounds accurate. Uh, that sounds like it's a, a, with going with our what we do. Um, yeah. There's a moment in there in the long tribal council where you're like, fuck, is Romeo going to win? <laughs> <laughs> I have been saying hashtag Brett was right. Romeo's getting to final three. Yes. No, Matt, like three or four weeks ago, I was like, nobody's voting this guy out anymore right. and they're bringing him to the end little did i know he's gonna win the the final immunity challenge that was amazing once that happens you're like you know what anything could anything. happen yeah anything could happen today um he he's roaming like sometimes he says stuff when you're like man you just don't get it at all and sometimes yeah. you're like man this guy's had a very interesting difficult life he really oh, yeah. tries to be a role model to, to these young women that he works with. He has an interesting family life where some of his family doesn't, you know, approve of his sexuality. And he's like interesting. He's just like an interesting character. And you know what? I mean, he owned, you know what? He owned up to like his game more than Mike did at the end. And he didn't get a single vote. And he like there was no way Romeo was getting a single vote, no matter who who was in the final three. Like, I, I just don't see anyone giving a vote to him, but right. You know what? He had a, he had a wonderful episode. I feel like I learned more about him in the last three hours than I did in the first 15. Yeah. And I was like, you know what, man, I'll give him a million dollars. Sure. <laughs> he's, he's like funny. I, he's charming. He's saying some crazy stuff. Like good for him. He's got the fake thing, the fake, uh, idol. Idol. Good for yeah. him. Good for Romeo. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I really liked him, too. I liked at one point he said he brought up the fact that, like, I have to talk to girls 
for a living to tell them how to present themselves. Like, this is going to be easy. And I, I was like, oh, yeah, your job is a he's a pageant coach. That's his job. It's such a random job and honestly did not come through like any other skills you would get from that did not come through in a season of Survivor, which isn't super surprising. But it did sort of come out at the end when... I don't know. I thought he represented himself quite well. The only thing, and we got a we got a comment about this, so I I do want to address it. We got a comment from MREP2. On a scale of one to ten, how awkward was Romeo burning his fake idol? <laughs> um, nine. I'm giving it a zero. It was great. Really? Oh no! I it was thought great. it was. I love the, the Romeo fake awkward. idol. Oh, I, I mean, I don't know if I remember specifically, but it was like, I love the fake idol thing. I love, yeah, the, I love like that. how much Romeo played the game in the final day. It was yeah, it was great. Uh, Romeo says too during the the um the final tribal, he says, "I'm afraid of heights, and I just learned how to swim, and now I have to do both on national TV in my underwear." Great. <laughs> Yeah, I think, no, I love that he did it. I love that he has a fake idol. I love that, like, making a fake idol is a survivor trope at this point. Where do people get beads? <laughs> Where do they get beads? Yeah, what? Do people bring that? Are they allowed really? to bring that? But they're not I allowed to bring I understand you can find a piece of rope somewhere, maybe a root. You find that. Where do you get the beads? The producer, like, that's the thing. The producers has got to be giving them a little something, something. I live in Los Angeles. I don't have any beads. I'm not going to Michael's. You think I'm going to Michael's? Joanne. <laughs> Hobby Lobby. Definitely not Hobby Lobby. <laughs> yeah. And yet somehow they've, I don't know, he carved it out of a coconut husk. Like, know. how did he I get mean, these? You got plenty of time. Yeah. Uh, another thing uh, that, an interesting thing that he did was he said that it was his strategy to not be a part of the vote every week. And to vote out just like a random person who is not <laughs> right. uh, not going to be voted out. I granted we didn't we didn't see all the tapes. We don't have the receipts, but uh, I don't know. It seemed more from my perspective as if he was just basically had no connections and no one was going to tell him what was going on. I don't know yeah. if it was like a strategy to be like, oh, I'm just going to throw a hinky vote at you know Roxbury no, this week because someone else is going home because Chanel is going home, you know. Yeah, I don't think it was actually strategy, but that's not, you know, the game is you got to convince people it was strategy. So that's actually a very clever, like, controlling of the attempt to control the narrative. It's like, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, I was voting <laughs> the opposite way on purpose. You think <laughs> yeah, I would, exactly. if I was doing it randomly, I would have accidentally voted for the right person once. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was, listen, he, you got to try. You got to risk it to get the biscuit. No risk it, no biscuit. Mm-hmm. Um, no salad, garlic bread, garlic meat bread? sauce. He like turned into <laughs> Scooby-Doo for a minute. <laughs> also, why did Jeff say salad? <laughs> like no one wants, no, no one, one is wants excited a salad. about salad. Yeah. No one wants a salad. Look at me. Does anyone want a salad? No. They could eat leaves without winning this a competition, you know? Tell me what dressing there is. Mm, Caesar. Balsamic. <laughs> Italian. We all know salad is just a liquid fat delivery system. Yes, it's a vessel. And let me French. go off on a light, just a light tangent, <laughs> which is, you Vinaigrette. know. Vinaigrette. We all got suckered. 
by kale. Oh, I didn't. Spinach. Uh, Mescaline spinach mix. Is good. Spinach is good. No, these are not these are not good proper salad ingredients. If you really want a good salad, let me take you back to a little something called romaine. Romaine is good. <laughs> Romaine is, is crunchy. It has no flavor on its own whatsoever, yeah. which is why it acts as the perfect vessel for the balsamic vinaigrette. Romaine is good. It's humble. I like a spring mix. No, meslin mix is disgusting. I like spinach. I, I'll do a spinach salad. I don't mind a spinach, but... Um, as the base of an entire salad, it just lacks foundation for me. Gives you a good foundation of iron. <laughs> I'd rather have that spinach stewed up with some garlic and butter. Oh, yeah. Cream spinach. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. Spinach dip. <laughs> Cream artichoke spinach dip from Applebee's. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's, that's it about Romeo. I don't know. Anything else about Romeo? No, just he, played, I mean, he threw it into. Did, if we didn't I have the most unlikely and charming winner this season already. Like the Romeo story arc would have been incredibly like fun and charming, except for Marianne was there to like take his shine. He was the second place at the beauty contest. Mm, Marianne was first. I don't think so. I think uh, Mike would have been second place in the beauty contest. Oh, yeah. Oh, we got to talk about Mike. I kind of want to back up and talk about like the final five and final four yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, totally. Um, this episode, um, it, it actually sent me down the wrong path because I'm so mm -hmm. used to an episode of Survivor starting out. Like something happens, like the immunity happens and everyone's like, Lindsay has to go. And I'm like, well, yeah. Lindsay's not going. Because <laughs> that's what, every time that happens on Survivor, it's like, the immunity happens. It's like, well, definitely going to be Steve. We're voting at Steve in 20 minutes. Yeah. And then it's like, never Steve. Um, I was I was really shocked because we had this thing of Mike had an extra idol. Marianne had an extra idol. No one knew about Marianne's. Mike had promised his to Marianne and Lindsay. And then Mike wins the the final immunity himself. And we're waiting for this move. We're going to see what Mike is going to do. Mike plays his idol for Marianne. And I'm like, uh-oh, Mike got got. <laughs> Mike, or John, Jonathan's getting voted out right here, right now, because Marianne's going to come out and play hers. And it's going to be like three or four against one or two on Jonathan. Like, And all the, the Lindsay votes are going to cancel right. out. And then Marianne doesn't do it. And I'm like, oh, this was the secret move. This was Marianne saying, you know what? I like Lindsay a lot. I really want to work with her. I actually have a better shot of beating Jonathan than I do of beating her. And I was waiting for this like reversal where Lindsay gets saved and Jonathan gets voted out with only like one vote against him. And it didn't happen. And I realized that was the baller move was to actually sit on the idol and not do anything with it. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's the thing, you know, she had last week, Marianne had such a good, like, showy, very showy move. And that was another good move this week. Like, I, 
I haven't really seen any discussion yet about like whether this one was deserved or who who else played a really great game and was deserving of the win. But like those two pieces alone, in addition to her having the best personality, (laughs) even if she is slightly annoying. um, (laughs) Best personality. I don't know about that. I think you and I. Fantastic personality. You and I have great personalities. Oh, yes. We would win Miss Congeniality in the in the beauty pageant for sure. Um, but back to, do so you want to go back to Lindsay? Oh, sure. I mean, yeah. She had a little moment. This is, I know we're so jumping around at the very beginning of the episode when, when, um, she and Jonathan were having their little tiff. Yeah. Whoa. I, I was like, she was so, um, believing her own narrative when she was like, like she, she went against Jonathan she and screwed him over and he's, basically like defending himself to then screw her over. Yeah. And she's arguing, like, I'm sorry, I'm really butchering this, but like, she's basically arguing like, no, you're not allowed to screw me over, even though I screwed you over in the first place. (laughs) And she did it with such conviction that I actually am surprised. I was like, man, she should run for office or something. (laughs) She was really believing her own shit. I was was very impressed. She was so sick of John. I mean, yeah, it's not even about believing her shit. It's just like, Jonathan sucks. And, like, after 26 yeah. days of him, like, pouting around and being like, no, let me use the machete. And being <laughs> yeah. like, I need 14,000 calories a day. And, mm-hmm. like, just doing that bullshit and calling everyone brother and calling everyone Mr. Jeff. Like, what? Like, I'm just saying, everyone's sick Yeah, of Mr. Other. Jeff. Was, did that just start this week? I feel like I that noticed that. That was his entire time. It was like, yes, oh, really? Mr. Jeff. Because <laughs> I, I noticed it so much last night. And I was like, wait, is this a new thing he's trying out? <laughs> Because I didn't notice it as much until last night. It was really heavy. I mean, it was three straight hours of it. You're like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, that was too much. It was very like, you know, Jonathan's got a great physique. He's a good looking guy. He's very physically capable, obviously. But if he didn't, if you stripped all of that away, Jonathan is a milady. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like big time. If Jonathan was 250 of fat and not muscle, he'd be like... You'd have some thoughts about video games, about <laughs> revers, about journalism. He'd have, have quite a fedora <laughs> on that head. Um, so yeah, so that's it for so Lindsay's out. Um, yeah, you know. I, that, I like that final five where they all had like little stations and they had to run through it. And mm-hmm. even with Lindsay's advantage, first of all, I love that in the advantage thing. <laughs> Marianne is sitting there and completely knows the clue. And she's like, I don't know, guys. <laughs> Anyways, they flash forward to the to the uh the actual challenge there. And even with Jonathan ha- you know, having the kind of base version of it and not having the advantage that Lindsay has, he finishes the physical part of it quickly, the fastness. And I even write down, I'm like, well, good for him. He'll still get third or fourth place because he's a fucking idiot. And he can't yeah. do puzzles. He can't do anything. Uh, wasn't he on the... Remember he was with the, our girl Jenny? And they oh were counting gosh. the triangles. Yes. And he's like, I don't know, 12? I miss Jenny. <laughs> Jenny from the block. Bring her back. Yeah, Bring her why back. was it Jenny? Just fly Jenny in. 
Yeah, first class. We don't need any of the other people. We don't need the other people. I know. She's used to it. She's a New Yorker. (laughs) She knows how to fly. She collects points, you know? Oh, yeah. And she uses them very strategically. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) I'm I'm flying on some points this weekend. I'm doing Mm. a little... I'm doing a little... Economy Plus action. Ooh, extra legroom. No oh, charge yeah. for checking that back. For these tree trunks. <laughs> Do you get like a free little bag of pretzels too for that? <laughs> we shall see. I'll, I'll update you on the next pod. Um, I know we're probably going to get into it now. So I'm fast forwarding a little and commenting on this. But um, Jonathan, his final, his like exit interview was the most clear like, this isn't the last you've seen of me. I will be oh, brought yeah. back. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Interview I've ever seen. I almost feel like the producers were like, hey, we're going to have you back next season. So why don't you just tease it now? Tease it now for the people. Oh, we saw who's happy. We saw next season. Next season's in the can, baby. He's well, a gang member. Yeah. And he's a PhD student at Duke. <laughs> <laughs> you know, takes all kinds. I mean, I just that was that the was Jonathan. Remember after 41? Like, it's like, let's see what happens. Your first glimpse of season 42. And right. Jonathan is like, I have the world record in pull-ups. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, but he he lived up to his uh, physical promise. I can't wait to see the gang member. The gang member in a PhD, a PhD. literature <laughs> program. <laughs> yeah, what was the PhD in? Is he it didn't in say. Like, he said it was just okay. at Duke University. Which some people might even say is worse than being a gang member. Maybe it's an honorable, honorary PhD, which is a fake PhD. Oh, like when like David Letterman shows up to your graduation and you're like, oh, you just get a robe that says doctor now. I mean, we love David Letterman here. Oh, my God. Danielle, as an NYU (laughs) graduate, I'm an NYU graduate. (laughs) Yes. School of Visual Arts. Mm -hmm. Uh, As an NYU (laughs) graduate. How do you feel about T Swift? T Swift's commencement I'm, speech. I'm incredibly bitter. Incredibly bitter. <laughs> you might as well just call me an old bitter hag because back in my day when I graduated from NYU, you know who spoke at our commencement speech? Oh, who spoke? Senor Alec Baldwin. Oh. Okay. <laughs> then oh. I didn't even go. I was like, I'm not going up to Yankee Stadium for Alec freaking Baldwin. Is that Yankee so Stadium? Yeah. Oh, my God. Because there's so many people. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess so. You wouldn't want it. I would have gone they, for Taylor NYU Swift. wouldn't have done it in Queens. They wouldn't have done it at City Field. No, hell no. They were like... Even if you had Obama away. there, people would be like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Queens? I can't believe it. My my commencement speaker was Mike Judge of That's Beavis good. and Butthead. And That's he was good. like, yeah, I'm Beavis and Butthead. And I'm talking at <laughs> your fucking graduation. And my grandmother was there. <laughs> She probably loved it. <laughs> she's more was of a good? she's more of a king of the hill person. He was fine. He was just he just made a bunch of he just made a bunch of like jokes about the fact that it's silly that Beavis and Butthead was talking at your graduation. Right. It he went I mean, well, he went to UCSD, but he was there as like a engineering student. And then he like got his degree and was like, I'm just gonna make fart jokes on MTV. <laughs> You know, some people are just lucky. And not that he's not, I'm sure he's talented too. Um, So, wait, okay. Where where are we? So, Jonathan got voted off, but we didn't really get to the lead up of that. Okay, no, so we have the ball competition. Yes. Mike, who was just riding high, (laughs) 
he yes. was this he was had won the he had won a pretty difficult challenge with physical and mental stuff with the he did he was like third in the physical part of the the puzzle challenge and then he comes from behind and puts it together he got his points those are points in hoboken <laughs> and at one ball he just drops it He's and done. then at two balls Marianne is out. And I'm like, oh my God, for the love of God, Romeo, please, like, you've done nothing. Please win. And Jeff says, I tweeted this, this is not a very difficult stage of this challenge. Lots of children can do this. (laughs) One of those savage birds. Many children can do this. Um, I still say this again. Like, there's a lot, a lot of news this off season, this football off season of like Joe Buck is going to ESPN and Tom Brady's going to call games at Fox and stuff. And they're paying, oh, they're paying that. Tom Brady forty million dollars a year to to call to be like touchdown. Yeah, to be like touchdown. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God damn it, Jeff will do, do it. That. Jeff will do it for twenty. Yeah, I, I want to see Jeff. Jeff is so good at the play by play. I think he'd he be is. amazing. He's incredible. I saw at one point, I think it was during this this ball challenge, like he almost got into Jonathan's way. Jonathan had to like ever so slightly oh, nudge yeah. Jeff to the side. Oh, yeah. Ever so slightly, like not really in his way. But I was like, oh, yeah, it's amazing that that doesn't happen more often. That Because Jeff is up in their faces. He's yelling. He's distracting he's them. He's, he's commenting. He's, he's running like around. a football coach. He's like, dig deep. <laughs> Find it in yourself. I'm surprised there haven't been more Jeff on contestant collisions. But if it happens, Jeff is like, whatever. I'm a producer. Yeah, whatever. I got and no, we're not doing it again. Yeah. <laughs> deal with it. Children could do this. Um, so, yeah. Then, so Romeo wins. And then we have to oh have a little. What? I was just saying, oh, my God. When Romeo won, you're like, anything can right. happen. Oh, yeah. Anything I mean, is possible. Except for Jonathan to win a fire building challenge. <sighs> oh, yeah. So I just remembered, I, all I could think about when they were doing this is like, I, I forget if it was Heroes and Vis- uh, Villains, but like the one season where the it was two ladies, neither of them could do it. And they just took so long that eventually <laughs> Jeff was like, we're going to give you matches. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, was that Sandra and like Parv or something like that? No, they're good. It was two. It was two people whose names I don't remember, oh. so I don't think they were like famous survivors. Um, but but they just could not get it, and it was just painful to watch. It took forever, and you could see like the jury members getting cold, like waiting for them to <laughs> please do make it. the and fire. They got matches, <laughs> but so they didn't need matches in this one. Uh, they both know how to make fire. Um, Fireman makes fire. That was the thing. I, for, I totally, I keep forgetting that that's uh, Mike's job or was Mike's job. Oh, he's a fireman in Hope. He's, he's always wearing a, the shirt. He's a fireman. I know. He's always just calling like, attention to it. I know, but sometimes people wear, sometimes people are weird and just wear like FDNY shirts or whatever. That is true. That Yeah, that became a thing. Um, yeah. Um, I so, so after the fire thing is over and we have our final three, this has kind of spoiled the rest of the episode for me. Not really, but in my mind it did because I made the I made the correct mental assumption, mm-hmm. which was they did this montage of now that the jury had been established, they kind of go through each of the final three and they have these 
one-on-ones direct to camera with the jury saying, yeah, Marianne did this. And I really want to hear from, I really want to hear her talk about this at tribal tonight. And they're kind of going through each and they're you're talking to high and Omer and uh, Chanel and all that stuff. And when it comes around to Mike, I think it's Omer is like, or high, maybe it's like, I need to hear from Mike that he played a slightly dishonest game and that he, as much as he talks about honor and integrity and keeping his word, that he didn't do that at many points during the game. And I said, well, I know Mike is probably the favorite heading into this. Yeah. But Mike's not going to win because Mike is not going to do that. Like Mike, I've mentioned it on this pod before. I really like Mike a lot. I think he's a great player. He's a great character. Mike is not really the most self-aware guy. He's a lovely guy. He's an empathetic guy, but he's not self-aware. And we saw that happen. I was like, well, Mike's not going to win because Mike has no ability to recollect any of that stuff or to perceive how he played the game through other people's eyes. And that's exactly what happened. You have to craft an accurate but also self-aware narrative to the jury in order to land your case. And to Jeff's point, they gave him every opportunity to to do that. And he kind of was just like, no, I, I the only person I lied to was Roxroy. Your right. boy Roxroy got some screen time. I know he looked great. Oh, yeah. You know who else got screen time? Little Miss Tori. Tori. Oh, Tori was, <laughs> oh, yeah. She was hamming it up in the front row. Oh, she sure was. I mean, what did, at one point she and Omar like exchanged, I think it was when Romeo threw his, uh, thing into the fire actually they were like what <laughs> why did you do that um uh i know jonathan's like this is the, not the last time you're seeing jonathan on this island well that's what i'm talking about this is the last was time like, you're seeing tori on reality tv tori's gonna be like some like i don't think evil so. housewives of oklahoma <laughs> or whatever i don't think so i think she's done I, she's just not very memorable she doesn't I don't know. She doesn't carry a lot of, uh, she doesn't have good sound bites. She was our villain for a couple episodes, but not really. Like, I don't know. She's just kind of whatever to me. I think she wants to be an influencer. Maybe. I could have been an influencer. I did like that Marianne called out in her, one of her explanations to the answers about, how her her crush went home early, like all the young oh, yeah. people were getting voted out. And so that's what was part of her strategy. But she found a way to like bring up her crush again. I was like, if I'm this guy, I you he should be thankful to Marianne for making him relevant. Oh my this god. Guy was yeah. voted out. <laughs> what was his name? Josh? Zach. Zach. <laughs> this guy got voted out years ago. And Marianne keeps his ghost floating around the island. We're all in love with the ghost, mm. aren't we? Yes. Um, what did you think about Omar saying that Marianne's game was sloppy? Well, I mean, everyone's game is sloppy. Like, if That's anyone's playing a perfect I like game, like, Omar's game was fucking sloppy. He got voted out, you know? Like, I, I don't yeah. know. I mean, did Marianne probably say some things in the final tribal? That might not have been super accurate, but makes sense to a jury. Absolutely. When she was like, to your point, just like just before being like, oh, all the young people are acting, are getting voted out. I'm going to act super dumb and I'm not going to act 
all the young people who at, were acting as if they knew the game very well, I should say, were getting voted out. And I started acting dumb to counterbalance that or to make myself seem less of a threat than these other young people who did come across as a threat. I don't know. I didn't totally see that, but yeah, made sense. Made sense. Sure. I mean, I think, I mean, nobody remembers three weeks ago, so you can play sloppily and say, yeah, oh yeah, that was, uh, that was planned. But even Marianne said like my strategy shifted multiple times and it wasn't, and I kind of was reacting and I was really bad at the game the first half of it. Like that's, that's fine too. And people still rewarded yeah. her for that. That just shows growth. <laughs> Nobody's um, good at it. I'm sure, you know, like it's much, yeah. it's much different when like you have a returner's season or you have returners on the season. Like they know the game really well. And it takes some time to get to, and I, you know, I've been listening to like some of the interviews with people here and some of the interviews coming out of BB Canada and stuff like yeah, it seems like it takes three weeks of being in there. Well, granted, yeah. Survivor is only three weeks long, but like, it takes three weeks to figure figure out how to play the game. Mm -hmm. And that's why you see returners coming into a Big Brother or a Survivor, and they do really well to start if they can avoid being labeled as like a returner who's playing lap, laps around everybody. Yeah. Um, they did. I, I feel like I say this every episode, but at one point, when they were all watching like the sunrise and Mike, oh, yeah. Mike said like, here we go. Day 26. <laughs> <laughs> it's so shocking to me that it's only 26 days. They look starved, skeletal, like years have been taken off their lives and it's Chanel, only 26 days. Chanel said she didn't eat for 11 days straight. <laughs> it's like That's horrible. fucking crazy. I would, I would be unable to get, I don't know how they do the, the competitions and we forgot this part that happened at the very beginning once again i'm pretty i think this was this episode maybe it was last week they made them change camps again to an oh, even yeah. worse place <laughs> and i was like why must they keep torturing them like can't they just stay in one place what is this ad at this point to make them have to go build a whole new camp oh i don't even think they're building it i think they're just like we're just doing this hobo style yeah, just lie on some We're leaves. Lie and, yeah. But in a new area? I don't know. It was weird. Um, should we get to a couple questions? Um, on, yeah, I haven't totally read through them. I was just going to mention a couple a couple other things from the from the last like hour or so. Oh, but, please do. Please, please. Um, you know, I to kind of back it up to Marianne and the wind, like we talked about Mike not really doing the final tribal council very well. Not, you know, I, I didn't think this, like, it's not a flaw in his character, but it just did not seem like he was ever going to have the self, um, you know, just the, he was ever, he was never going to be kind of introspective enough to understand how other people perceived his game. And then you have Marianne do this whole speech about how she had this final idol at final five. And you're like, this is over. It's over. It's done. Like she won right then and there. And like they kept going for another 10 minutes. I'm like, count the votes now. Like why, yeah. why even bother? Um, I found uh, Lindsay to be more likable in the game than in the jury. Well, when you're one of the last people out, I guess she was the fifth last out. You're always a little spicy. We know I was like pro Lindsay in this. And then yes. she's like, shut up. She's got her hair done, all this. I'm like, yeah, girl. You're like you're 
you're better when you're roughing it. Well, I don't know if well. that's a mean thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> I like Greg. Lindsay. I was team Lindsay should win. You were. Uh, you Rox were. Roy, Rox Roy did not pick up the secret phrases, the goat in the mailbox and all no. that stuff. I just wanted to call that out for you. I missed seeing Roxroy on my television screen. He had some good moments. Yeah, he did. <laughs> um, That's it. Just, those are my bits. Well, I'm glad you brought those up. I'm just really just reveling in the fact that I was right. <laughs> that Mary Ann would win. Yeah. It literally never happens. And I also think it was a very random person for us both to think, well, I thought she would win. You Were you saying she was going to win at the beginning of the season? I said I wanted her to. Oh, everyone wanted her to. I know. But the, what you want to happen never actually happens in life. That's one of life's We've greatest strategies. We've been so blessed strategies. this year. <laughs> yeah. 2022 has <laughs> been kind of bad, just like the rest of the last five or six years. Right. But man, we got two amazing winners. We got Kevin. We got Marianne. Yeah. There's going to be some weirdo. There better be some fucking weirdo on BB24. I hope so. And we should go to Vegas with the odds we've got going right now. Oh, let's go. <laughs> I was just the there. Luck. I'll be I can be in Vegas in four hours. <laughs> um from Chelsea Quinn, what question would you have asked the finalists that didn't get asked? Oh. oh. I don't know. I need more prep time. I would be I would ask something small. I would ask something small and let them elaborate. Um, and that would dig there. You know, I'd be like, how many, not how many, like, what did you think about the fishing situation? Or, um, like, what did you provide to the camp? Just something random to throw them off, um, to see where they would take it. Or like a completely kind of qualitative. did you get? (laughs) Question. I don't know. I, I don't know. This question just came in and I haven't. I haven't had it's time to think about question. it. It's a great question. I thought, I thought everybody question. asked very good questions. What did you think about the pasta and garlic bread? That's what I would have asked. Yeah, why didn't you take me for X? For X reward <laughs> yeah, challenge. Why didn't you take me? Um, from Spicy Marco BB, was it me or did Mike seem really upset he didn't win? This is such a good question because I also noticed this afterwards when they're all like sitting eating pizza. I mean, they're all usually kind of more focused on the pizza than the yeah. fact that a show is still going on. But he did seem like not the happy, fun Mike. That Jeff came called to it out. Yeah. Jeff called it out because Mike was very, Mike has been one of the most gregarious people on the season. And then right. after, after the winner is announced, Mike says like two things during the their reunion special not reunion they've been they've been unionized they've been there <laughs> together but like he you know he's like mike what's going on you're extremely quiet is it the pizza is it all just you know like it and i kind of believed him where he's just like it all was building up to that moment and then after that moment the balloon popped even if he won maybe the balloon yeah. would have popped and like all the all the words all the energy would have come flowing out of him and i don't know it's such a you know just imagine i know 26 days is not a lot but imagine just like not sleeping and not eating for 26 days and then finally it's over and they're pointing lights at you and and they're giving yeah. you pizza and champagne and stuff and then and then it's you have just to go over. back to you have to go back to new jersey and then like when they're done and jeff is like see you next season it's just like 
okay, schmucks, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, you're done. Here's We've your... used you for all we need. Yeah. Yeah. Here's your much. plane ticket. Goodbye. Yeah. Good boy. Have a nice summer. Uh, <laughs> we got a comment from Technicolor2099. This name. season was fab. From Marianne's tearful goodbye to Jackson, we barely knew you, to Mike's baby voice, to the shells and other accoutrements in Jonathan's hair. What a season. Where are we agree. getting the shells and the beads? <laughs> I guess I know where we're getting the shells. And how are we fastening them with such confidence to hair? It's hard to keep hair accessories in. How did Jonathan manage? Did Jonathan have the shells and shit in his hair pre survivor did he come in like johnny depp oh speaking of people who i hope lose <laughs> um i don't know i don't know i i don't remember i i remember so vividly him saying he has the world record for pull-ups but i don't yeah. remember his hair in that moment it was always dready it was always like dreadlocks weird guy man he's from like mississippi or whatever but he's like He's like Mr. Namaste Yoga. He's a surfer guy. Dude. Yeah, but uh. he eats eighteen eggs a day. Um, I think we all are very satisfied with this finale. Do you agree? It was great. I cried. I then I was like, and the winner, you know, and the winner is, and I was like screaming and weeping. It was great. I was so happy. Yeah. Um, it was great. I was, and I'm just, I just want to take a minute for everyone to congratulate me for picking yeah. the right winner. Yeah. Congratulations to Danny. Thank you. More, more, impor more importantly, <laughs> congratulations to you. Thank you. Okay. Now we got a question from Mini Cthulhu. Here we go. Any, any movie or TV suggestions? To remember Ray Liotta. The only thing I've seen of his is Identity, the thriller from 2003. That's such a weird movie to see, first of all. I'm going to spoil so Identity weird. here, a 19-year-old movie. Identity is the movie that Charlie Kaufman's made-up brother makes up in the Moody movie adaptation where it's a serial killer movie, but all the people are the same character. <laughs> is it the one with um john cusack john cusack john c yeah. riley is yeah. in it they're in like a hotel and it's raining and like yes it's sort yes. of a agatha christie like people keep getting murdered and picked off right spoilers for identity <laughs> they're all the same person question mark there they're all the same so person <laughs> There are a lot of great Ray Liotta films. I mean, we even had someone chime in on Twitter. Koki Pipkin mentioned a film called Goodfellas. That which... one has been mentioned a lot. That's a good that's a good suggestion, Koki Gadget. Koki Pipkin. Coco Gadget. Um, but I will say my personal favorite Ray Liotta film, and we must say R.I.P. R.I.P. A true talent, wonderful man. My personal favorite is his role in Heartbreakers, a film from 2001 starring Sigourney Weaver and Jennifer Love oh, Hewitt, wow. who play mother-daughter con artists. Oh, yeah. It is such a good movie. It's so Never fun. Seen it. It, I know. It really went under the radar. I feel like if it came out today, it would get a lot more hype. But um, 
He plays one of the people that they con at the beginning, and then he comes back. I won't spoil it, but um, he plays just a New Jersey used car, like ch- a chop shop owner. You know, he steals mm-hmm. the cars and then he sells the parts off. And he's just great. He's very funny. You know, he, he brings a, a lot of humor to a lot of his roles, but this was just a straight up comedy. And it's fun to see him indulging in that. So I would say try Heartbreakers. Uh, three, three memorable Leotas for me. <laughs> uh Hannibal. Yes. Oh yeah. The sequel to Silence of the Lambs with Julianne Moore. Spoilers for Hannibal. Ray Little gets his brains eaten out while he's alive. Literally. Great, great scene. Yeah. Great scene. And then two more recent ones he's like really surprisingly good in. I don't know if these movies are like you know, I really liked one of them. Uh, Marriage Story, which I really liked with uh, Adam Driver and uh, oh, sure. Scar Joe. He yeah. plays one of their lawyers. He plays this kind of just like a little slimy, but like really kind of pricey divorce lawyer. He's just really, he's just really good at it. Like you see him, you're like, oh, that's a guy. Like, and he's playing that kind of guy. Um, and then I guess one of his last performances in a movie that was kind of stupid, uh, but he was really good in the Le- the Many Saints of Newark, the Sopranos movie. Okay. He plays two people in it. He plays two <laughs> mm-hmm. people in it. And he's <laughs> yeah. really he's really good at it. He plays like a set of twins. And he's really good. At, both performances are really like diverse from each other and really nuanced in, in, in different ways. I thought he was pretty good in it in a movie that like otherwise I'm was kind of stupid. Absolutely shocked you would bring that up. Just Why? because it was so weird. It's not his fault he didn't write the movie. But it was so weird that it's like the whole movie is Ray Liotta as one person and he dies. Sorry, spoiler alert. Spoiler. And then the next scene, Ray Liotta's back, but he's in prison. And it's like, it turns he's out, a different guy. A <laughs> no, the twin thing was crazy. And it's crazy for you to bring that up as a good example. I thought it was good because like he dies and you're like, oh, this oh, this is like, I mean, he was playing like a kind of pretty bad guy in the first half of the movie. You're like, yeah, this, he's a bad boy. this is not, this is not great. And then he comes in as a completely different guy who's like, yeah, I'm the twin brother of the other guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was absolutely insane. Um, But, you know, we've given you some options. You can check them out. He's also apparently in (laughs) B-Movie. I do not recommend renting Mm B-Movie. I do not endorse that film. (laughs) Yeah, man. Good Good for... Good for Ray Liotta. He will be missed. He will be missed. Um, I think that's it for questions and comments. It was a very fun season of Survivor. We got some great characters, some great Jeff. Oh, oh wait. Before we end, I do want to read this quote from Ray Liotta from okay. Rolling Stone magazine. So the question is, he, I guess, was in a Muppet film at one point. I think he was in two different Muppet films. Okay, so the question is... I think he was in Muppets in Space or Muppets Take Manhattan. And then he was in the Muppets Most Wanted, which was the more recent one. You know what's funny? Muppets in Space and Muppets Take Manhattan, you can replace Muppets with Jason for both of those. (laughs) (laughs) Friday the 13th. He does that too. There should be a Muppets X Jason movie. Like, are the writers of the Jason movies just copying the Muppets or vice versa? Like, who came first? Okay. It was Muppets from Space. Ray Mm -hmm. Liotta does not go to Manhattan with any Muppets. (laughs) Okay. 
The question from Rolling Stone is, how difficult was Miss Piggy to work with compared to some of your other co-stars over the years? And answer, she's a bitch, but I gotta say, she's the only actress I slept with. <laughs> we love you, Ray Liotta. R.I.P. for that one. R.I.P. to the king. The um, king. We're, we don't have anything to talk about for a little bit. I mean, there no. was an ad for Big Brother during Survivor, and it said, this summer. Didn't even have a date. It's May 27th. Summer's usually it's like fast. usually BB starts like end of June. I guess last year started after July 4th. So right. uh, first Wait. of all, time to send in your absolute weirdest request in terms of movies to watch. We should watch Identity. Oh, my God. Spoil, spoil <laughs> Honestly, <it>. I would. <laughs> I oh, well, really we got to watch Elvis. We're going to watch oh Elvis. Gosh. The reviews out of Khan are not... What are those? A clear what are the, story. What are those Frenchmen know? Yeah, what do they know? They know nothing. Uh, Top Gun too. Absolutely, dying to see it. We'll we'll do some movie reviews. Send us send us some other stuff. Send us things we can rent too, because it's hard for me to leave my house. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so send us send us uh things like identity the film from 2003 <laughs> yeah send us 20 year old thrillers <laughs> uh thank you so much for listening you can send those uh requests to hey julie bb on twitter or hey julie big, big brother, brother. At gmail.com. I for a second I did forget what the email was. I was gonna say hey Julie podcast at gmail.com. We can get that one too. Yeah. Um bye Jeff. Bye Jeff. Love you, Jeff. <laughs>